Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Lainey Mays. And I'm Grace Catanolo. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Library Love Fest podcast. I am Lainey Mays, uh, a third of the library marketing department at HarperCollins, and I'm joined by my colleague, Virginia Stanley. Hi, everyone. Happy to be here. Yeah. We're we're just missing Grace. That's our, our three-thirds, but you get two-thirds <laughs> today. <laughs> two-thirds is better than no-thirds, I always say. That's a good saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's always fun when we have, you know, we... I don't know. It's just always exciting when we get the chance to announce the library reads winners and that we have HarperCollins authors on the list. It's just, you know, we never take it for granted, but it sure is fun when we get to record these. Yeah. Getting the email is always really fun, too, because it's a little it's a secret. So we're the first people to know. And then you get to, like, spread the word to the team that tell the author, even though it's still secret. And I don't know, it feels very, it's, it's secretive, but it's like a, it's like, I don't know, like Christmas morning, you get to spread some cheer. It's nice. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes we're surprised and sometimes we're, um, a lot of times I think we are sort of like, oh, good, it made it. And other times we're like, wow, that's really cool that this made it because this is all based on librarians, people working in public libraries across the country voting on what they've read and loved. So it's it's really neat. It's really neat to see the direction that um, people's reading choices go to. Yeah. Um, before we tell our selections for the February list, Virginia, can you give them like a, a couple of sentence if, sentences if you're listening to this and don't know what library reads is um, a little bit about the program? Why, well, be happy to, Lainey. Um, yeah, at this point, my goodness gracious, everybody must know. And we, and we hope that if you work in a library, you're an active participant, meaning you are a voter. So Library Reads is this um, list that comes out every month across the country, and it uh, is comprised of 10 titles, and then there's the Hall of Fame list. So there's there are 10 titles that are voted on by librarians, and these are forthcoming books. The votes have to be in the first day of the month prior to the book's publication. So, you know, publishers, library marketers are out there, and they're really, you know, trying to get the word out about their forthcoming publications, and then you sit back and you wait, and you hope that you get an email that says, guess what? You've got a couple on the list because it's super cool. Um, and so that's what this is. And then if a book is, if an author has made um, the list more than twice, then they, and then they are, they're still voted on because they're just still wonderful writers. Then um, librarians are voting for them, voting for those books. They will end up in the Hall of Fame, which is great because 
that keeps the top 10 list kind of fresh, you know, and it gives everybody a chance to get up there and, and, um, and take one of those 10 slots. So that's what it is. And what's really neat about, neat about this is that you don't, if you want to vote for library reads, you do not need to have your MLS. You don't need to have your degree in library science. You simply need to work in a public library and you that are eligible to vote on these books. So, um, People download the e-galleys on um, Edelweiss and NetGalley, and then they vote. And we um, sit back and we wait for that all-important email to pop into our inbox to say, great news, you've got one or more authors on the library reads list. And that's library reads. I was When you were saying that, I was just thinking about how we used to go to conferences in person. I remember, I mean, I've been here five years and probably my first year they we went and we would be at library reads events in person and and rebecca who is the executive director she would say who's heard of library reads and to see the hands go up but i think every event after it would just be even more hands going up so that was cool to see in person yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah that's year. Cool. this year 10th year 2023 god uh I know they've done they've done great work, Library Reads, to keep it fresh, to keep it new. Um, you know, um, the outreach, you know, those webinars that they do. Uh, it's it's really they've they've kept up with. Um, I don't know, just keeping this relevant and keeping this front and center and working with the publishers and, and doing all that they can to make sure the people who work in libraries knows about this. Yeah. So, Cool. Yeah. Thank you. So I guess we should tell them about our February selections. We are so excited to announce that making the top 10 list for February 2023 is The Last Tale of the Flower Bride by Roshni Chotsky. And we're also excited to announce we have two Hall of Fame selections. We have Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey and The Adventures of Amina Asarafi by Shannon Chakraborty. Yay! Oh my God, so cool. So cool. So cool. Very and, exciting. And our favorite part of doing this podcast episode is hearing from the authors themselves. They, another surprise in my inbox is when I get an audio from an author who has heard the good news and reacts to it alive and we get to play it on the podcast so we have some really cool audios for you we can start off by playing um one representing the last tale of the flower bride here we go hi i'm rashni chakshi i'm the author of the last tale of the flower bride which comes out on february 14th from william morrow I wanted to begin by saying how wildly ecstatic I was when I found out that The Last Tale of the Flower Bride was a library reads pick. I can't even begin to tell you how much that means to me. Um, growing up, I, I came from a large family of readers. And um, one of the things that some readers might know about me is that I have two heritages. My mother's from the Philippines and my father's from India. And what that meant, in addition to having excellent food at home, was that my bedtime stories were just full of the most vivid tales. Tales of monsters and beautiful maidens and cunning gods. 
it was full of myth and adventure, and it drew from these long traditions in Hindu mythology and Filipino folklore. But for me, growing up, you know, bedtime stories were one thing. You know, there were the occasional rare books that explored some of those stories. But for me, what heightened and cultivated my imagination even more was the learning and the story direction that I got from librarians afterwards. Uh, growing up in the South, it's, it was hard um, in many ways to find stories where characters looked like me or where there were people on the cover that reminded me of my loved ones. And I remember as a kid going to my librarian and asking if they had any stories like the ones that my parents had told me. And um, I'll, I'll never forget that there was a look of heartache on many of their faces. And, you know, they're, they're just have, they have no choice but to tell a kid that there, there, there aren't any stories for them in that way. And yet I remember being comforted because they would say, well, maybe one day someone will write those books. But for now, have you ever explored this? Have you ever explored this story? They introduced me to the Chronicles of Prevain. <laughs> they introduced me to stories of romance, stories where when I would tell them about the characters in the, the tales that my parents would tell me, they would say, you know, that reminds me of this. That reminds me of this. And what it did ultimately was it cultivated a sense that we were all telling the same stories over and over again. And this is something we say, I think, with, with a certain amount of glibness, right? There are only so many stories under the sun. But for me, it felt like I was being let in on a secret, that I was being welcomed with open arms into this long tradition of telling stories where we all want and crave the same things, where we are frightened of the same things, of losing love, um, of losing our place in society, and that it doesn't matter where we come from or what we look like, we share those dreams and we share those fears. Um, in many ways, The Last Tale of the Flower Bride is a celebration of stories. It is a Gothic fairy tale. It is an exploration of the vitality of the stories that we tell ourselves to survive. Um, and in many ways, I was thinking about the original mythic tradition, right? The sense that we had folklore and myths to explain the unexplainable, whether that was the natural phenomena of the changing of the seasons, or even why you're trying to explain why bad things sometimes happen to good people. And that was something I really grappled with when I was writing Blast Hell, The Flower Bride. Um, I wanted to pay homage to the Gothic tradition with my own Gothic manner, my own strange marriage and, and secrets at the heart of something that is fundamentally rotten. But at the same time, I really wanted to show how all the characters in the novel, the bridegroom, Indigo and Azur, they needed fairy tales and myths the way I needed them. They needed them um, to give context around their lives, to give context for their feelings, to reassure them, to validate their fears. And to me, I would not have had those experiences in my life without libraries and without librarians. So I, <laughs> I'm sorry if I rambled a bit, but I, I really just cannot express how grateful I am to be a Library Reads pick. Um, and I cannot wait to share this story with you when it comes out on February 14th. Thank you so much. Ah, uh, I know.
That's beautiful. <laughs> it was. It was such an impassioned ode to libraries and librarians and the stories that they hold and keep and share, but also like, you know, how far we've come and how far we can keep going. With these stories. She, she, they said one day we'll have these stories and she said, I'm going to write them. And yeah. I love it. Pretty, pretty, pretty wonderful. Pretty, pretty wonderful. Good for her. Um, so next let's move on to the Hall of Fame list. We have a note from Tessa Bailey. Mm, this is good. Hello, Library Reads listeners. This is Tessa Bailey. I just wanted to come on and say thank you so much for making Secretly Yours a Library Reads Hall of Famer. I just, I don't know what to say. It just means so much to me. I sit down at my computer every day and I'm all alone and just typing words. And so when I find out that people enjoyed the finished product, it really just makes the hours worth it and it it makes um you know just all the editing and all the worrying <laughs> worth it so um i'm so excited uh and and honored that you would choose secretly yours to be in the hall of fame it's just a fun book full of sexy times and hijinks and secret admirer letter writing in the napa sunshine so i think it's going to warm up a lot of winters that's all I can hope for. And uh, thank you again so much for putting uh, Secretly Yours in the Hall of Fame. It means so much to me. And have a great rest of your January. Bye. <laughs> I love that. She's like, sexy times. <laughs> so swagger. <laughs> I love that. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's great. I mean. Yeah. Uh, there's always a you know it's going to be a a fun and and heartfelt and just like like she said sunshine I think of sunshine when I think of her books they're just they fill you up yeah yeah and then our second hall of fame author is Shannon Chakraborty and you may know her from her Devabad trilogy so while Shannon was unable to do the recording for us she is so thrilled that her book made the Library Reads Hall of Fame list, and she loves libraries and has wonderful things to say about them. She actually appeared on our Day of Dialogue program for Library Journal. We had her on for our book buzz. I think actually a lot of those sentiments to librarians really hold up well here, so we're going to play a clip from that video. Enjoy. Hello librarians, my name is Shannon Chakraborty and I'm the author of the Devabad Trilogy and as of March I'm also the author of The Adventures of Amina Asarafi. Um, I'm here to talk to you about my book coming out in March but first I just wanted to thank librarians everywhere for their support for the Devabad Trilogy and frankly for all the good work you do. Libraries have been a part of my life since I was that little kid who comes up to carrying the stack of books that they want to take out, um, to bringing my own child in for story time, and frankly having a place to work. So thank you for all the work that you do and all of the wonderful support that you've shown my books. Um, there, As a bookworm, there will never be a greater joy than going into a library and seeing books, my books there. So let me talk a little bit about The Adventures of Amina Asarafi. This is the first book in my next historical fantasy trilogy. It features, 
as you can imagine, the adventures of one Amina Asarafi. She is the captain, or was the captain, of a pirate vessel in the Indian Ocean in the 12th century. And when the book begins, we find that she's been retired for about 10 years. Something went wrong with our last mission. She had a daughter unexpectedly. So she's been living the quiet life of not smuggling and not being a criminal. Um, as all good tales begin, she gets called in to do her one last score, which is to essentially rescue the daughter of a late comrade when when this late comrade's mother comes saying that my granddaughter has been kidnapped um, by this mysterious ex-crusader. Please come help us find her. She offers a fortune. Of course, Amina can't say no to a fortune. It will secure her family. She gets to see her friends one last time, have that final adventure, maybe, you know, make a little money, get a little fame. She goes, um, but she no sooner starts collecting her crew, her very enigmatic mistress of poisons, um, her, you know, her captain, her, her navigator, her, her best friends. Um, she pulls back her ship. Then she starts finding out that, of course, the grandmother may have been concealing some information. There's way more to this girl's dis disappearance than she would have ever expected, um, and that magic is involved. And this is where the fantasy elements come in. We learn that Amina has had some very negative brushes with magic. Um, and the man looking for her, not only who has kidnapped this girl, is essentially an aspiring sorcerer who wants to use her to track down all sorts of hidden artifacts and magics from all over the Indian Ocean. It's a book about faith and about hope. Um, I know personally I've needed a story that it offers some escapism and focuses on very serious issues, but also just feels warm and humorous. It was my goal um, to kind of really talk about older characters finding faith and heart and humor and community later in life. Um, I think that's important for us. I don't think we should be letting just all the young things have all the adventures. So I hope you enjoy it. The Adventures of Amina Asarafi comes out March 7th, 2023. Congratulations to all of our authors. This has just been such a lovely, such lovely news to get, but also to put all this together. I think we, I find myself smiling listening to their audio. So just know that they are so thankful for making the list and thank you for making that happen. Yes. Without the votes, this doesn't happen. And you know, having these authors make the library reads list is not just for um, is not just for the sake of making the list. I mean, there's a long tail effect with this because librarians make it their business to um, to amplify this within uh, their library. And so, you know, shelf talkers and flyers and, you know, there's so many books out there. And, you know, Lainey and I have gone to libraries and we see the library reads list for each month, you know, displayed proudly. And that's such a cool thing because, you know, there's so many books and so little time. And here's your shortcut to 10 books chosen every month that are chosen by your comrades in arms, your, you know, your fellow librarians, your fellow workers in the, in this all important field. So join that, you know, do it, have your voice heard. Um, it takes no time to sign up to do it. You go to librarywreads.org and you can find out all about it. And it's and you should because it's uh, it's helpful to readers and to patrons and to librarians. It really is. And it's a cool thing, as you can hear from these authors. They're just over the moon having having made the list, which is really exciting. So thanks, everyone. This was fun. Oh, 
Thanks. Um, just a reminder that if you would like more Library Reads suggestions for the next month, because the next round of voting is up soon, you can sign up for our newsletter at librarylovefest.com. We send those out and you'll be ready for the next month. You can download those e-galleys. And we have just announced that we're redoing our podcast. So we have a big episode the first of the month, and then we're going to continue with these Library Reads minisodes. So keep an eye out February 1st. Uh, we should have a new podcast episode for you with lots of more reading suggestions. And mm -hmm. we hope you are having a great start to the new year. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Stay safe, be well, and uh, keep reading good books. There are there's so many out there. And uh, we're so lucky to to be able to try and make that connection between our authors and you and your readers. So win-win. Win-win-win. There's so many wins. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. See you next week.